Welcome to the Scale Up Valley podcast, where we bring the best of the best to help you scale your business from 1 million to 1 trillion. Today's guest is a very special one. His name is Deepak Chada, the Managing Director at Worth Electronics India. Deepak, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mike, for having me. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you. My pleasure, and, and thanks for the, to assure that I don't forget also to Rob Sparing, and uh, that introduce, kindly introduced Deepak to, to the show to share his amazing story and his amazing lessons with the community. And we also had a peer of Deepak in, in Australia, uh, Ruth Poon, uh, joining previous uh, podcast episodes. So if you'd like to learn more about them, uh, search on Spotify or SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts, Rob Sparing, uh, Ruth Poon, Worth, and you will get into their episodes. But today it's about uh, Deepak and uh, we, I can't wait to, to compress all the lessons that you can share with the community. So let's start by getting to know more about yourself. So who is Deepak? Uh, thank you. Thank you, Mike. So <clears throat> uh, my Deepak Chadha is, uh, so my My, my name is Deepak. I work for uh, Worth Electronics and uh, I'm the managing director for Worth Electronics ISOS India. So Worth, uh, I'm, you know, uh, I'm, I was born and brought up in India. I moved to UK when I was uh, 21 and uh, I stayed there for, uh, for 14 years of my life. I, uh, from 21 till about 35. So uh, I, <clears throat> from my side, you know, I was always uh, very, very good in maths. You know, I got you know, full marks in my GCSEs in my 10th and in my 12th as well uh, in oh. maths and, and then I ended up doing electronics engineering and I went to UK to do my master's in electronics engineering. So I started my, uh, my first professional career with uh, Arrow Electronics as an interna internal applications engineer based out mm -hmm. of Harlow in Essex in UK. Got I worked there, worked there for two years and then I moved to work for uh, RS Components. So RS Components is a catalog distributor. Uh, it's a FTSE 250 company. And uh, I was there. Uh, I started as a territory sales manager, moved on to become a key account manager, then moved on to become an OEM sales manager. Uh, I, from 2007 till about 2010, I was there. And uh, then I met, uh, I met Rob actually in 2007 when I was leaving Arrow Electronics. And uh, mm -hmm. for some reason, I, I was not working for him then. But uh, mm -hmm. it was in 2010 when I started my journey in Worth Electronics and I joined as a new customer hunter, as a uh, regional business manager for uh, looking after the territory in uh, Essex for, uh, uh, for Worth Electronics. And uh, then um, after, after a year, I was promoted as a sales area manager. Then I became the key account manager in UK and I was the first key account manager to take care of the offshore customers in UK. And uh, then I became a district sales manager for the business unit of ICANN in UK. And uh, it was not until, uh, you know, in 2015, when uh, in 2014, the, uh, the discussion started when, you know, Rob uh, uh, asked me if I could go and move to India with my family. And in 2015, I moved to India as a sales manager in India. And uh, uh, things went very well uh, until 2018, when I was appointed as a general manager, managing director for India as well. So, um, and, and I'm very happy with the decisions which we have made so far. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks That's... to Rob for giving me this opportunity, I must say as well. Yeah. 
That's a great story. And uh, Rob was really enthusiastic about uh, having you on the show, given the amazing job that you have done uh, in his opinion, and I'm sure in our opinion as well. And um, in, in that sense, just for the ones who were not able to listen the previous episodes with, uh, with Rob and uh, Ruth, can you just give an overview about um, what is what the, your particular company or subsidiary of, of the group does so people get a little bit more of, of context? So just a small presentation on, on the company side. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So Worth Electronics, we are a part of the Worth group. You know, Worth Electronics uh, was... Uh, 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 Birth, Birth Group has about 400 companies in uh, in 92 different countries. So, mm -hmm. the, Professor Worth is the uh, is a is a private run business. You know, he's he was 19 when his father passed away, and he took over the father's business, and he started selling nuts and bolts and you know fixtures and fasteners basically, in, literally in his wheelbarrow. And since then, the company has done extremely well uh, to where it is now. Worth Group turns over about 40, 14 billion, 14.2 billion US uh, euros with 80,000 employees worldwide. Um, so P Professor Worth, you know, he has his catering company, he has his own airport. He started his uh, an electronics company in 1984 <laughs> when he started selling, uh, you know, he ventured into the electronics market segment as well. And Worth Electronics ISOS was uh, started, in, started in 1997 with seven employees. So it was not until uh, 2001 when Worth Electronics ISOS as a subsidiary was uh, registered. And uh, since then, Worth Electronics ISOS now turns over uh, uh, over 600 million euros with about 6,000 employees. And is the second most profit generating company for the, for, for the, for the Worth Group. So Worth Electronics uh, manufactures passive components. They make inductors, ferrite beads, capacitors, LEDs, crystals, oscillators, connectors. Um, so we are, uh, we, are, we, are, we are quite unique in our uh, value proposition and in what we offer to the, to the customers because we do not offer any minimum order quantities. We sell directly to the customers without having any, uh, any, any middle uh, distributors in the middle. So, and, uh, and you know, we, don't, we don't have any, uh, we, don't, we don't go only for big customers. We can go for small customers as well as big customers. Uh, we are very technically competent. I mean, I myself and M-Tech Electronics, but uh, exactly. mostly mostly all of our uh, sales guys are very, very technically competent. And we, we invest in them in making more, uh, making them more technically competent as well. So that we, we are not just, uh, uh, you know, we're not just cross-selling, you know, we are doing, we are a design partner to all of our customers. So, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and uh, why, Rob and, and, and the team also value a lot the technical expertise and how technical leadership can also become in business leadership. And that's why Rob also wanted me to, to have Glenn on the show. So Glenn, if you are listening as we are uh, waiting for you to, to join after uh, Deepak, thank you so much for the introduction and for giving us a little bit more context about the company and about um, the, the business within the, the group and, and the portfolio and the context and the size, et cetera, et cetera. So because it's important for everything that we'll be sharing uh, among the 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 podcast so we always discuss three critical ingredients to scale in the show uh, number one radical focus number two world-class leadership and number three uh, an execution operating system as you know this this is just a, a narrative for the the podcast but we always double down on the topics and the stories and the experiences of our guests so starting with the number one uh, radical focus, um, 
your your challenges when you joined uh, Worth Electronics India were uh, quite uh, big and quite ambitious. Could you give us just the the kind of the the overview of where you were when you joined in terms of the revenue and uh, where you are now and where you want to be or where you want to be in 2025 right so um yes michael so uh, obviously it was not not an easy ride it was not a you know walk in the park for me when i joined uh, worth electronics india because they were already running for about 10 years and uh, you know 2005 was the first time i think when rob came to India in 2007 was the first employee, you know, who joined India. So they, they, they was on already an established team or already an established organization structure. So for me to come and uh, adapt to India can come and join India was, uh, was not very, uh, was not accept, not as easily acceptable for them. Uh, I, I must also say, you know, Indians are, you know, more, uh, more emotionally driven than, than any other, than, than, than anybody else. So, you know, for them to have an emotional change from their uh, current leader to me was, was not an easy ride for them as well as for me, you know. So, you know, I remember, you know, one of my first processes meeting, you know, when I was sitting there and trying to get everybody on the table, you know, all the departments together to just, you know, so that they can reflect on and they can, they can tell, you know, what is it, how is the other department can help them to achieve the vision together. You know, there were a lot of, you know, uh, people just walked out of the meeting room. You know, they were they were banging they were banging on the tables, and and I, that was wow. probably one of my worst experiences. You know, which I so I obviously had my failures and I had my mistakes. Uh, and as I said, you know, not not it took me almost three years for uh, for them to you know accept me as their new leader. Wow. And um, and that was a very actually that was a very very emotional moment for me when. One of my uh, one of my senior managers said, you know, Deepak, if you want, you know, we will do it. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, that, that was actually we were making eleven sales records in a row, and you know, and and uh, and I said, you know, we should make eleven one. And then she said, you know, if you want, uh, we will do it. So definitely, you know, when I joined in 2015, we were at about 2.6 million US dollars. Mm -hmm. And uh, Rob, you know, my my man, my boss, you know, he gave me. He asked me to get to a figure of uh, 13 million US dollars by 2020. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, are you sure? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible? Almost you know, 10 million. Uh, okay, let's let's see what I can do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's see what I can do. So, uh, you know, it was, it was at that point of time, it was really re looking very, very unrealistic, you know, figures of, you know, how we will be able to achieve that. But I must also thank Rob, you know, he had, he gave us the right vision, you know, he gave us the right strategy. And uh, we, we can proudly say that we are on our way to achieve, a, I mean, obviously, like, we couldn't achieve it in 2020 because of, you know, because of everybody knows, because of the reasons. Exactly. You know, you know, so, <laughs> but in 2021, we are, um, we are on our way to achieve the, the mark of 13.4 million US dollars, which we are confident we will be able to achieve this year. So Congratulations. You know, saying, saying that, you know, we are about almost five times, you know, to what we were in 2015. So if, if we, if we wipe off 2020, you know, we can say we have done, achieved that in five years. So, exactly. obviously we, you know, the dream is, is now a reality or the dream is now a reality. It's like, it was like a fairy tale, you know, as well. When, when I joined and we were saying, you know, this is the figure which we want to achieve. Like, what, what is he talking about? You know, and, you know, and this is a good point, right? This is really leadership is, it is is not being naive. It's believing that it is possible to get there and making everything it takes to get there and trusting 
that we have the team to get there and creating that trust into the team because we see the belief. If we see the fear and the resistance or the doubt of the leader, the, the, the one who is being leaded also feels the same kind of fear and lack of confidence. And the opposite also works, right? So if you feel that person really believes in me and believes that this is possible, it might be, and I might be better than what I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I completely agree with you. So getting the best out of the team, you know, was, you know, there, there was there was a lot of potential within within the team India as well. Mm -hmm. So you know, when we were talking about getting the getting to these figures, you know, I know when we when I joined, we had seven key customers, and you know, we we had to make the whole strategy of forming a new key account management structure and. And now we can proudly say we are close to 40 key accounts in India also, in India only. So, you know, this was only possible by, by getting the right, you know, uh, I think first, obviously, is setting up the focus or we, we can call it as a vision. Second, I think the, so the second most important point is the, the employees should find it compelling enough for them to, 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 to stay and for them, for them to achieve that as well. So, you know, making, uh, you know, obviously regular meetings and, you know, communicating, you know, where exactly. we are going, you know, where we are at, you know, where do, what, where do we want to go and, you know, making, you know, and that it, something else, which was very, very important was coaching. You know, it was because uh, as soon as I joined, we had the top management uh, of, uh, of the, of, of the old regime, as I can say, who, uh, who, who, uh, who left, uh, who left yeah. us, you know, unfortunately they, 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 they did not continue with us and uh, so then it was it was the time you know we had to get all the all the all the you know all the colleagues you know who were there for us you know serving for Worth electronics india for maybe you know five six years but then it, it got gave them the opportunity to, to step up so very interesting and, point yeah and and so, but it was not just you know them you know stepping them up but we had right. to step you know now you kind of up as well did your team with your team what Rob did with you, right? So yeah, exactly. you you believe it that they were able to step up to that position, and that you invested in the in the team that was already there instead of searching the ones who might be more experienced to come, with more credentials to come to to your team. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know, and uh, and something. I mean, you know, we we talk about. Uh, you know, we talk about uh, coaching them, but it was also about caring. You know, I think this is something which uh, mm -hmm. I learned a lot from Rob. I must admit that I must, you know, Rob is really, really caring for all his employees. And, and so now, uh, now everyone wants to watch the, the episode with Rob. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they must. <laughs> Sorry from, to interrupt uh, your flow. <laughs> from, uh, from our side as well, you know, you take care of, you know, I learned this from Rob, you take care of the employees and, you know, the employees take care of the business. And I, you know, from my side, I just pass it on, you know, I, I believe in my, in my, in my people and like, you know, like Rob believes in his people and, uh, you know, you take care of them, you make, you, know, make, you make sure they are looked after well, you know, you know, they, there's obviously, you know, they, they need some support personally as well as professionally. So you're there to care for them. You're there to coach them. And uh, and transparency, you know, something which, uh, again, you know, I learned from Rob, you know, communicating the right, uh, the right thing and, and, you know, and, and transparency, you know, be, be, be open, be fair, you know, tell them what you want to achieve, tell them where you want to go. And together, you know, we, we, we achieve. So, you know, what looked like an impossible task in 2015, is looking very very possible task already in 2021 and uh, and it's not only that now we are looking to you know it's not that we are going to you know 
focus on getting to 14 million. We are already looking at how we get to 40 million by 2025. So that's well, the next. That's, that's the next vision which we want to achieve, and and we are very confident that uh, we will and, be able to. And achieve I challenge that. you to put the five x again. So it should be 50 instead of the 40 rights to repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Just an idea. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't give any ideas to Rob. You know? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm giving it to yourself. I will not talk um, with Rob. I promise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hope he's not able to listen this. <laughs> I hope. I hope so as well. <laughs> but Rob knows. You know, I from my side, you know, I I always uh, Rob knows me well. You know, he knows me for the last 14 years, and it's always uh, good to under deliver and over you know uh, under promise and over deliver. Exactly. So you know, so let us let us uh, let us have that 50 million in our mind, and let us just show them. You know, we're going to be achieving 40 million, and then Absolutely. you know, if you over deliver, you know, we are always good. So I, exactly. you know, Rob always says me, Deepak, you always have some buffer. <laughs> 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 And and it is paying off given the track records of your of your company within the group. It's 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 really a benchmark, right, and a source of inspiration to to all group, uh, all that you guys have been uh, achieving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there is there is no doubt, but uh, we must also say the team effort as well, and obviously the team is there to to support. Exactly. You know? I mean, one of the things which we which we religiously follow, you know, again, change is something which is not adapted very well within within Indians as well. So now whoever joins, you know, we show them the Kubler-Ross change curve, you know, the seven step change oh. curve so that they uh -huh. change, you know, they, they accept that, you know, this is worth electronics, you know, and uh, and change is something, you know, we have to be, we are an agile organization because the way we are developing, the way we are growing, you know, we cannot be working on the same strategies for a long time. You know, it's always reinventing, it. it's always readapting, it's always rethinking, and then you know, working on how do we achieve the next? How do we achieve the next targets? You know, how do we achieve the next vision? How do we achieve that? We are very Absolutely. proud. You know, last month we actually achieved uh, one billion euro a month benchmark, and uh, and you know, something I, I remember when I joined the organization, we were a quarter of a million, and I remember I cutting the cake. When we achieved half a million, and now I remember cutting the cake when we achieved one million euros a month. So, so it's it, it's good to see, you know, how in how how India has developed, and uh, and I'm sure, you know, we we have, we we are only scratching the surface. You know, there's still a lot more potential within the employees and within mm -hmm. the Indian market, which we can uncover. And Absolutely. this is how we will achieve our future growth and future prospects as well. And I can see it. Probably so, there to support us. I, I assume that there was here an interesting transition because we have been quite a long time in the UK, so coming to your home country in India, but being your first experience, um, professional experience working in India, we have been representing already companies in the UK. So it's kind of coming back to your own culture, but at the same time, it's, it's facing a new business culture that didn't have the opportunity. You also chatted with me um, in, in our past conversations about that India is so multicultural with so many states, so many languages, and you were also coming from the north. So could you explain a little bit more context on some of the challenges that we also faced in that transition to not only to lead uh, a team that was senior than you uh, in paper at the time and having them accepting you, but also the, the cultural shift and the cultural transition from the UK to India and from the north to the south. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Mike, so one thing which I think a lot of, uh, a lot of people, you know, do not, um, do not uh, uh, you know, 
relate to is, you know, India is a multi-multicultural country. We have about 29 states and seven union territories. So 36 different cultures or 36 different Incredible. states within India. It's very much like a mini Europe, to be honest, you know, exactly. obviously not in terms of the... Uh, Even the larger in population, in, right? In population, yeah. I mean, the whole of Europe is roughly 44 countries and 770 million as the population. So if we say India, you know, with 36 states and 1.4 billion, 1.3 billion uh, population, so we're pretty much a mini Europe, you know, the population is almost twice and uh, the number of states are pretty similar to what there are in Europe. So yeah, in India itself, we have 50, 50 different languages which is spoken. So although, you know, I was born and brought up in India, I was, uh, I was, I, I belong to North India. I come, I come from a clan of Punjabis, you know, who are known to be as warriors. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we, uh, <clears throat> moving to UK and then coming back to India for me, it was uh, first job in India. This was the first time I was employed. You know, I got my first national insurance card because I never had it. I never worked in India before. And uh, coming to coming to Bangalore was a different culture, different language, you know, different food, different culture, come all together. You know, it was oh. not. It was not, although I was coming back to India, but I my my mode of communication with my colleagues was always English because that was the common language which was spoken in India, uh, it, throughout India, and that was a common language right. which I could speak to them and I could relate to them. So, so it was quite challenging, and uh, and I can say you know I'm still the only. Uh, North Indian, which is employed by bank in the by the Bangalore team, so we, which, which we which we still continue. Uh, well, we've not fired anybody, not because I know I don't want I'd love <laughs> to have another North Indian within the team, but still, you know, in the in the Bangalore, uh, but Bangalore, the, the the people in Bangalore are very very, <clears throat> you know, they welcome you with open arms. They are they're very uh, multicultural. You know, they, multicultural they know, as well. Yeah, multicultural because Bangalore it's is kind of a tech hub as well. A tech hub, you know, Silicon Valley of India. Exactly. So we, yeah. So Bangalore, they they work very, very, they live very, very collaboratively, and you know, I, I love, I love the food of Bangalore. So it was, uh, it was, you know, love it was it. good. It was good for me to learn. You know, I I can yeah. speak a, some uh, local language as well now. So. Got it. Got it. And and kind of digging a little bit um, deeper into into that point on, you needed kind of three years to conquer. Uh, the team were kind of having some doubts and, and uh, not respecting you so much on, on your new position. And uh, how are you able, and for the ones who are listening, who are going through the same situations that you face it, first, how do you trust in yourself on those moments of temptation when people are doubting you and maybe not cooperating with you? Uh, and, and second, uh, how are you able to keep up and clean the team and and raise up the 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 team that was behind so three years it's a long time and you need to have a very strong um, confidence in yourself to to go through that right so i mean here i would say is you know the same words which spells listen spells silent so <laughs> and you know <laughs> you you know you have two ears and uh, and one mouth and love that it be, that that should be used in the same proportion as well. So my first 90 days, I mean, my first, I can say, you know, I, I say, I say 90 days, but it was more uh, just listening and just observing and just seeing, you know, without making any massive changes, you know, to just to, it was a lot to absorb. You know, I, I came from a sales background and all, I mean, I'm, I'm still a salesman, you know, by heart and I still love sales, I still love selling. 
but when i came to india it was not just selling you know it was about managing the operations you know warehouse you know finance you know internals internal right. sales team you know the technical team and, and obviously the sales team which is the heart of any organization so it for initially it was very very hard but uh, you know i i observed you know we made very very calculated i think for me it was more of uh, you know making collaborative decisions which really helped because everybody mm -hmm. felt involved Evolved. you know involved within you know it was not like you know you know we're making we're going this control it, right. it was not it was not like that it was not like my way or highway you know it was more of let's go to the highway together you know, so, right <laughs> so so more more collaborative uh, decisions were taken you know it was more of uh, accompanying each other and and working together you know it was uh, it was uh, you know everybody making everybody felt a part of the vision everybody when we we are very proud we are very proud to have have achieved 20 consecutive sales record you know the whole of 2017 wow. and the whole uh, the whole of in 2017 we achieved 11 sales record 2018 we achieved 12 out of 12 and 2019 we achieved 8 so we achieved 20 in a row so wow. that was that and that 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 does not happen by mistake you know there's nothing exactly. called accidental achievement so exactly. you know and, and every every individual plays a part to it and every individual plays a part not because you know because somebody wants to take them there because everybody wants to go there you know right. every you know every individual of the of the organization is finding it uh, you know compelling enough is every every individual with of the team you know is wants to get there together which is the reason why you know we we we, we become successful because it's a collaborative and team work so this is something which which we followed and uh, which has helped us to be successful and to be where we are today and uh, this is something which we will obviously continue to do and uh, Right. and uh, i'm sure we will be we will be very very successful together so this uh, this really helped me you know i i can say yeah. yeah i will jump into this topic and this is just a curiosity a parenthesis here Uh, you talked about that we need to understand, of course, and uh, this is part of the goal of this podcast. is very inclusive, very diverse in terms of nationality, in terms of cultures, and a lot of the leaders that are listening us are leading multicultural teams. So it is really, really important to understand where people are coming from, what are their realities, so we also can improve our leadership skills and be kind of local. And in that sense, you said that uh, Indians can be very emotionally, but it's it's curious from a kind of my perspective uh, india is also the source of so much emotional intelligence and also a source of inspiration about adaptability flexibility um so uh, for for the ones who have this view that there is a lot to learn in terms of emotional intelligence in terms of flexibility in india uh, why do you say that sometimes uh, the indian culture can be too emotionally and, and you have faced it yourself on on your role so uh, you know english people you know british british has ruled us for about 300 years you know it took us 300 years to realize that we need to do something about that. <laughs> so uh, so that that will probably tell you that you know we are not uh, you know indians you know they, we do not adapt to change that easily you know we are happy with the way things got are it. going it's my perception got it yeah. <laughs> so you know we we are we are happy the way things are going you know and uh, and we we continue we would would we want to continue with that you know is is you know no doubt we are um, you know indians uh, indians are very um, you know we are very very cultural people you know we have a lot of gods you know and we are very very cultural people and we believe a lot in karma you know what goes around obviously comes around 
so you know all these things makes uh, you know makes a complete no doubt you know definitely makes a complete man but you know emotionally we are uh, you know indians are um, i don't know maybe something to do with food maybe something to do with for with us to do uh, to have you know we believe in god you know we believe in karma yeah so you know all those things you know we are very much uh, we have, you know uh, i think I, I would i can i can say maybe 70% of the indians live in a joint family with their where they live with their parents you know uh-huh. we don't have any social security you know because uh, you know this so many very interesting there's no so many people government cannot offer social exactly. security <laughs> we are uh, you know we we do not have because we don't have any social security we have to always save money for rainy days you know we like you know and obviously pass it on so all those things you know just uh, you know make us more emotional uh, more emotional to with each other you know more more right. emotional to the kids to the family to the parents you know to the uncles to the aunts so you know we are, we work we live we live in a society and we you know i i know all my neighbors you know and, and this was not this is not the case you know with with a lot of european countries you know where you know they they exactly. know their neighbors so individualist yeah so if you if you if you see that you know as a community you know indian indians which 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 is which you know if we if we go to the roots you know which is not so seen so all these things makes us more emotional as compared to how you know uh, somebody in the western country would be because right. uh, yeah you know staying with parents i got it yeah, also that social connection and those that social connection so you know if you have to say why are indians emotional you know we, we cannot you know there's no definition to it but we have to look at you know what happened you know 300 years ago or yeah. 1000 years ago you know uh, and, and at least challenged me my belief that uh, indians were were kind of my benchmark in terms of flexibility and adaptability uh, so india in in i i would say indians are uh, i mean in terms of uh, definitely the religion which indians follow yeah. the hinduism you know they call it as you know hinduism is a way of life you know it's it's, it's not a religion so there we are very very flexible you know <laughs> You right <laughs> there's no restrictions as such you know do what you want to do you know go wherever you want to go you know do, you know you can uh, you know you can so there that that uh, i think because of that indians because of the adaptability as you are saying because of the culture which we belong to definitely we are you know indians can go to any part of the world and they can settle in there exactly they are very very adaptable they are very very cultural there's no doubt about that but that indian is also you know when he when he goes back to his home he's very very rooted to his culture right you know, all all those you know all those indians are very very rooted to their cultures you know and they <laughs> they like their uh, their food you know they they, they <laughs> like their dresses you know so exactly so, yeah, no question so, about it yeah so so, so that that's yes. one i thought <laughs> <laughs> so that that obviously definitely you know uh, you know helps them but uh, but I, i would say i would still say you know indians are definitely more uh, you know susceptible to change as compared to the you know the people in the western world for sure yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. just say i to to my friends who are uh, listening the the podcast in in india and i have a uh, lot of amazing friends uh, across uh, all the um, the parts of of the territory in the south and uh, in the north as well so Great parents and thank you for uh for allowing me to to talk a little bit about culture that that's a topic that the audience knows that I that I really love that I would speak for hours 
but we need to start concluding the show because the time is 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 flying as always with amazing guests like you so we have kind of covered the the three main topics I also wanted to ask you if I should have asked you that I didn't ask. And I know that you have an interesting concept, maybe the shift concept that you wanted to share with the audience <laughs> to kind of wrap up. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, uh, so there is this uh, shift, you know, for, uh, you know, again, you know, I'm not, I'm not a trainer or anything, but I learned from YouTube, you know, I, I'm always learning, you know. It's a, That's great. You have, to, you have to be a lifelong student. We so too. One of the thing, one of, <laughs> you know, there are a couple of things, you know, which uh, which I would like to say. You know, first thing, you know, I'll I'll come to shift. First thing, which is, you know, communication. You know, definitely, you know, communication is the key because uh, when you are communicating, you know, communication builds trust. You know, and uh, when when the trust is built, trust builds commitment, and commitment gives teamwork, and teamwork gives results, which is what we follow. And which is what makes us successful. And uh, when, when we talk about shift, you know, shift, you know, for us, you know, for, stands for see how I fit tomorrow. So, you know, when you are talking about, you know, what, what your next venture is, when you talk about what your next vision is, it is not something which, uh, you know, which is, it is not something, you know, uh, which, which is, which, which is going to automatically come to you. You know, you need to right. make the right plans. You need to make the right strategies to, to get into where you want to fit tomorrow. So, you know, if you have a five-year plan, you have to start working towards it now so that you are there. But when you are there, you know, obviously first thing you have to do is you have to look at the next, obviously you have to look at, you know, you, see, you have to see what your next move is or where you want exactly. to fit in the, the next five years. But, you know, one thing which I again learned and, uh, and which I, which I again want to, you know, would like to share is, you know, your competence can get you there, but it's your character which keeps you there. Love it. So, so you know, your competence can uh, can only help you to get there, but un un unless you have the right character, you will not be there for a long time. That is for sure. <laughs> you know, you will... Could you repeat the quote? Because I think it's so, so profound that if your... you don't mind to repeat. Sure. So your competence can get you there. But your character will keep you there. Love so it. You, you need the right character to, you know, it's, Indeed. It's, you know, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to get at the top, but it's not easy to remain at the top. That is very, exactly. that's the most difficult I, point. I love the character part. I also love the other quotes, but I love more this one now with, with the character part, which is, you need to pay the rent uh, every single day, right? So uh, if you if you stop paying the rent, uh, you will get out of of the of the stage you are you get into. So it's not something that you just got there and it will be there forever. So you need to keep paying the rent and paying the discipline and even becoming uh, better and better and better every single day. If otherwise, because what is happening is you know when these <clears throat> all these generation Z and generation you know. You know, when I when I started my my first leadership lessons, you know, it was like you know becoming good to you know the seven habits of highly successful people exactly. and Stephen you know, and, and yeah. you know Stephen you know you know how to how to win you know how to make friends and influence people. These were the like Dale Carnegie, absolutely. Dale Carnegie, and these were the textbooks, you know, which which we which I which I learned when I was big. Now, believe it or not, when my I have you know I have two daughters, you know, two lovely daughters. I love to love. Congratulations. So, so my my younger daughter, you know, she was uh, when she was seven, you know, in her class, she was learning seven habits 
of being a good student and i was like what is this <laughs> i mean this new generation you know they are so tech savvy you know you talk about you know you, I, when i talk about you know any any codes or when i talk about any new you know for example i was talking talking about the the seven curve you know so this the yeah. seven change curve i mean these guys are you know in their phone and they've got their oh, okay this is what he's talking about this is what he's talking about so <laughs> you know you need to really really upgrade yourself you know you really need to you know be on the top you know otherwise you will not be able to do any value addition and you know you will lose your you know they will say okay what you know what's deeper you know yeah i mean like i can talk to him but there's no value addition i can get from him so you know the, the biggest this is i feel my biggest challenge i mean the average age of our company is is uh, 32 so we have you know we we can Impressive. I, i i say that a lot and i'm not really you know we have four employees in our company who are who were born in 1970s and the rest of them were born in 1980s and 1990s and i find the biggest challenge for me is to you know to be to have the same energy level as what somebody who was born in 1990 would have wow. and uh, and not only energy level but also have the same competence and also you know understand the tech, the tech savvy things and give them the value addition and you know tell them something new which they have not heard before because they have heard all these things before you know and they're like yeah 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 we did that when we were in you know seven habits of highly successful people we did that when we were in kindergarten what next. are you talking about what <laughs> 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 what's know, next when, what's next you know <laughs> so this this becomes a big biggest challenge for me you know this this definitely is is the biggest challenge and and that's why you know as you said you have to pay you know you can you know you have to pay rent every day you know and you, you basically okay. you're paying rent yourself to upgrade yourself every single day absolutely so that you can be you know your competence can get you there but your character will keep you there it comes back to the same repetition absolutely the same point again so that's that's really really challenging but so what, know, we do it we do it well we have rob you know who's my mentor and who always keeps on developing and challenging us you know working for rob is you know i tell that to rob as well it's not the easiest thing you know <laughs> 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 but he gets the best out of you no doubt about that you know so he, he definitely gets the best and and we try to do the same with our with the, with the employees okay so I, i need to be prepared when it started pushing me more i see <laughs> <laughs> okay great let's get let's go for the final question really just one sentence to wrap up and we close the show which is if you would have the opportunity to have a, a tea or a coffee with uh, yourself um 10 years ago when you joined it uh, worth what advice would you offer to your younger self i mean uh, you know there i think a lot of quotes which i've already said you know with respect to <laughs> there's nothing as you know uh, accidental achievement or you know you do not get to yep. the top by mistake and yep. uh, you know self discipline you know is is the most important thing you know you if you if you don't have self discipline you will not get there so i mean i i'm very uh, you know i you know without being too big headed i'm very happy with the way my career has uh, developed in the last 10 years so if i had if I, if i was having tea with myself 10 years ago you know i don't think you know i would have uh, whatever whatever advice i would have given to myself at that point of time to be where i am today <laughs> probably worked probably worked for me you know <laughs> <laughs> exactly so you, you would not give any advice because it was so good that <laughs> no, but, I, i i think what i did you know and you know find the right mentor be self disciplined exactly you know, self you know self discipline that's a good uh, one an amazing you know, one 
is a you know self-discipline is the difference between temporary success and sustained success exactly so from, from my side you know that is very very important you know when you you know when you when you commit to yourself you know when you promise to yourself this is something which you have to do you have to continue doing that and uh, you know, never burn any bridges learn uh, you be a lifelong student you know, learn every day learn from your juniors learn from your seniors learn from you know wherever you can so that you know you are improving every single day right yeah Amazing. Deepak, thank you so much for making the time to be with us. It was really an amazing episode. I'm sure that the community will really enjoy this. No issues. Thank you, Mike. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure, you know, uh, to be on your show. And it's a pleasure to meet you for the first time, actually, because I know we exchanged a lot of emails, but it was never, exactly. never an opportunity. So thank you, Rob, for giving me this opportunity to, to express myself, you know, to, to share my experiences, you know, what, what I had. And I hope, you know, I, I wish well to everybody who's listening to the podcast and, and, and I really hope you know, it brings success. Stay healthy, you know, stay safe, look after yourself, look after your families and uh, all the best. Thank you. Well. Yeah. Thank you, Deepak. And to our community, as you see, we keep bringing you the best of the best to help you scale our business from 1 million to 1 trillion. This was Deepak Shada, the Managing Director at Wolf Electronics India. Thank you for joining. Have a nice week and keep scaling.